1045 The Zone's non-stop sports talk continues with a look at Nashville's teams and at news around the nation from the lead writer of 1045thezone.com. This is The Big Six. The Big Six with Jason Martin. And here we go. Straight up 6 o'clock by my watch means it's time for the Big Six here on 104.5 The Zone. Glad to have you with us, leading you into Thursday night football, Broncos and Cardinals. Maybe not the world's greatest matchup in 2018, but at least we'll get to see Josh Rosen out there. And I'm a Broncos fan, so I'll be watching. Maybe we'll get some Swag Kelly tonight. Who knows? There's a lot of sports on tonight. Sports is on the brain. It is on the mind today, to be sure. There's a baseball game tonight, game five of the ALCS in Houston as the Astros look to stay alive against the Boston Red Sox. We will discuss that momentarily. Of course we will. It's the biggest story of the day in sports. What else is happening tonight? LeBron James is putting on a Los Angeles Lakers jersey for the first time in a game that counts against the Portland Trailblazers. On TNT, and boy does TNT need LeBron James. NBA ratings two days ago on opening night were down 37% from last year. Now, the competition was a bit stronger across television, but it wasn't a great night overall. Tonight should be a little bit different in that regard. There is an NFL game. There's a Pac-12 game tonight in college football as well. We are going to talk today about a couple of different things. I want to do something, and I'm going to go ahead and open up the phone lines at 615-737-1045, 737-1045. And you can tweet me at jmartzone as well if you would like to. But this is something I actually did on Fox Sports Radio And it kind of came out of the blue then, and I've kind of sat there and said, you know, I want to do this on the Big Six, and we might even do it more than once, but this is something that I needed the right moment to happen before we could do it. And the right moment happened last night, thanks to Joe West calling Jose Altuve out due to fan interference as Mookie Betts tried to rob him of a home run, was unable to do so, And then Joe West robbed him of a home run. And the thing about this happening in baseball to me that is so fascinating and I think also sometimes gets overlooked, there are going to be bad calls in just about every sporting event at every level. You can always point to something and say that was questionable or you missed that one ump. What you're looking at, zebras, whatever. Whether it's Pony League Baseball or Major League Baseball, you're going to see this. The problem is the difference in the sheer number of opportunities available to make scoring plays in baseball makes a mistake like the one, and yes, I'm calling it a mistake, like the one Joe West made last night, magnified so much greater in baseball than it is in the NBA, for example. Now, you get to the end of the game, You can change a game, but you're always going to have the same argument when you try to point to the officials. Oh, well, they had many other plays in that game where they could have won it. In baseball, that is not always true. 
because the rate of success in Major League Baseball is so radically different. The margin for error is so much smaller because look at how many points are scored in an NBA game or a college basketball game and how many runs are scored in a Major League Baseball game. In the first inning last night, the Astros had a chance for two runs, and they were taken away. That two runs could have done it. And then we'd be looking at a 2-2 series, and instead we're looking at 3-1 Red Sox, and I don't think the Astros have a prayer. That's why I thought about this immediately, and I said it this morning. If you listen to the first hour of Outkick the Coverage, which precedes the wake-up zone, which of course is on at 6, I mentioned this to Clay Travis this morning. I said, can we not create an alley, just a foot, just 18 inches, between the first row of seats that fans can utilize and the outfield wall? Simply so that this does not happen. And we had John Morosi on, who is just tremendous at his job, our MLB expert, and he said, don't expect this to happen. Those seats are you know, high-value seats. They make money off of those seats, blah, blah, blah. And he was making solid points. I just thought to myself, do you see fans sitting on the courtside portion of an out-of-bounds line in college basketball or the NBA? Or are they a foot back? Now, can you stick a foot out? Yes. But the thing about it is, if you looked at the way that this was situated, I mean, you could rest your beer right there. You could rest your peanuts, your hot dog, whatever, right there on that yellow line above the fence. And to me, that's just insane. Not for safety reasons. I don't think fans are, you know, snatching at guys or anything like that. But the problem here is, because this call went in favor of the Boston Red Sox, you look at this differently. Because it opens up questions, legitimate or not, about the integrity of baseball. Because we all know that if they have it their way, if Fox has it its way, we're going to get Boston and Los Angeles in the World Series. Two major markets, two big-time teams with national prominence. The nightmare for Major League Baseball at this stage, trying to compete with football and all the other entertainment options that are available in 2018 would be Milwaukee and Houston. Even though that might be a great series, they want Boston and L.A. Boston and L.A. are two of the three it cities in sports right now. L.A., and we did this, actually. I did a list of six on this early in this show's run back in the summer. And Boston and Philadelphia and Los Angeles were the three top cities. With Boston obviously winning championships recently, being on the cusp of championships in other sports recently. You've got the Patriots. They're always there. The Red Sox have had a historic year. The Boston Celtics, according to Charles Barkley two days ago, have more talent, raw talent, top to bottom, than the Golden State Warriors do. And then you look at L.A., the Chargers, are for real. The Rams are the best team in football. The Lakers now have LeBron James. The Dodgers were in the World Series last year. USC football has national prominence no matter what. There are real advantages for television partners, for ratings, to having these glitzy names. 
So now you have questions that are opened up about the integrity of baseball because, well, of course, they want the Red Sox to win, so let's just take a home run away from Jose Altuve. I don't think that's what happened. I do think they got this wrong. And you look at it, and the only angle that could have proven whether or not Mookie Betts actually was in the seats with his glove, at which point he has no more right to it than the fan does, or whether or not it was still in the field of play, that angle was obscured by a security guard. These are things that should not happen in Major League Baseball in the playoffs. I don't know how many cameras you need. I don't know what you need to do to make this happen. But I continue to believe that if you look at the Dodgers, for example, you're not right up against the wall there. I still think fans are going to pay a high price to sit a foot and a half from the wall. Just put them far enough back. It doesn't have to be too big, and you don't want too big of a space because drunkards will fall into it. No doubt about that. Just enough that it is clear as day if a fan is reaching or not. Because it's so hard based on the angles that we saw to get this done. But let me tell you why I said I was waiting for the right moment to bring something back that I did on national radio that I think you guys might enjoy and might want to call in and talk about a little bit. Social media exploded after this happened. And what I came up with a few months back was just how Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and all of these social media platforms have changed the way we not just consume entertainment, but react to events in society, whether or not it is confirmation hearings for a Supreme Court justice or spoiling Avengers Infinity War or whatever it is, it has changed things. And it has definitely changed sports. You don't have to watch things live, but if you watch sports live, you are involved in this constant conversation with the rest of the world, whether it's journalists, whether or not it's friends, whether or not it's trolls. There are so many people constantly commenting on what's happening in sports. And last night was another example of it. Tonight will be another example of it. Something's going to happen in this Arizona-Denver game, even if that something is, this is the worst football game of the year, but there will be a ton of people tweeting about it. There may be a call that people are talking about. LeBron James is going to be trending tonight in this country on social media. Baseball may be as well. Probably will be, as a matter of fact. But what I think every time one of these events happens is, I always think back and say, boy, imagine if Twitter had existed when blank. And that's the question I have for you tonight. 615-737-1045. Think about, you can date this as far back as you want to. What would have broken Twitter in sports that predated Twitter, that predated Facebook? What is the sporting event that would have just shattered the internet in half? I don't want to go to other events. I don't want to go to wars. I don't want to go to politics. I don't want to go down that pathway. Sports is an escape. The big six sometimes is going to be serious like it was last week when we talked about Saudi Arabia and world wrestling entertainment. But a lot of times I want to talk about the good in sports, the fun in sports. Now, not all of these things that would have broken Twitter are good things. But I've got a list, 
And I'll give you that list when we come back. But what is the one thing that stands out in your mind where you say, man, if Twitter had existed, holy cow, can you imagine? Think about that and give me a call and tell me about it. 615-737-1045. Or you can tweet me at jmartzone. I think this is going to be fun. We'll take all your phone calls next. This is a big six on 104.5 The Zone. Abe McGinnis talks Titans with you. Presented by Farm Bureau Health Plans. Catch Coach Mack exclusively on 104.5 The Zone. Welcome back. Big six here on 104.5 The Zone. Glad to have you with us. I'm Jason Martin on Twitter at jmartzone. Good friend Jimmy Harper behind the glass, spinning the dials radio style for me tonight, doing a great job as always. The question I asked before the break, and not surprised actually, ton of you want to comment on this, and I'm getting a ton of tweets about it also, which is coincidental based on the topic. I was thinking about the home run last night that should have been, at least in my opinion, that was taken off the board due to the fan interference call in the first inning of the ALCS as Boston won it. Tonight is game five. Verlander and David Price should be interesting. But And I had done this um, a couple of months ago on a different show, and I had always kind of had it in the back of my head that I wanted to, to do it on this show but needed to wait for the right moment. And last night watching Twitter explode after what happened in that game, I immediately thought to myself, okay, now we can do this. Now it's time to do this. And I said, what sporting event from the past, and you can date it back as far as you wanted, would have just destroyed social media? Because everyone has comments, positive, negative, otherwise. What would have just blown it up, just shattered it into a million pieces where it couldn't have even handled how many comments were being made about it? And... I have a list, but I'm not going to read that list because I I don't know exactly what the callers have, and I don't want to steal any of their thunder, and then I'll read all of your tweets, which are coming in like crazy. But what is that sporting event that first comes to your mind, and you're just like, goodness gracious, that would have just obliterated Twitter. And it doesn't necessarily have to be something on the court either or on the floor. could have been something just involving an athlete as well. Let's lead off with Johnny in Franklin. Johnny, how are you? I'm good. Thanks for taking my call. Yes, I, I'm not going not going controversial, but uh, Mike Ruzioni scoring the go-ahead goal in 1980, I can't imagine that definitely would have broke the Internet and we beat the Soviets. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's a great one. I want to appreciate your uh, phone call as well. The miracle on ice is just, that would have been a love fest. Like there are moments where you're just like, oh, this is incredible. Maybe it's Aaron Rodgers and or some comeback that he's made or or something to that effect. But this is one that would have been a united front. Now there have been trolls, I suppose, but generally speaking, this one would have been a million percent positive. But I definitely think that it's probably near the top of the list as well. Let's bring on our good friend Gator Mike. Gator Mike, what's up? Hey Jay Mark, first and foremost, happy belated birthday, my friend. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. I'm now forty. Um but- for a whole day, but I'm still yeah. alive. That's right. Hey, that, that's all that matters. Every day I wake up, I, I thank the good man above. You know what I mean? Indeed. Me too. Hey, uh, so yeah, I told Jimmy Miracle on Ice, so of course, uh, uh, the last caller said that. Um, I think the Immaculate Reception would definitely sure. be on there. I mean, you know, just that great play and, 
you know, you, you can just visualize it from obviously seeing the footage from when we were younger, but can you imagine that on social media? And then uh, personally, being a Florida fan, I would have loved the Jabbar Gaffney catch slash no catch with my uh, Tennessee fans, especially here in Nashville. That would have been uh, what would have been a, been an interesting day for sure. Yeah, no doubt. Appreciate the call, Gator Mike. Uh, yes, and I think the ones that are questionable, where you could argue two different things, might be even more effective than just events. The first one that you mentioned there, that would have just been a whole bunch of gifts and memes of people just being shocked and stunned and blown away by what just happened. And the same thing probably would have happened with the miracle on ice as well. But I think you would have seen a lot of American flags and a lot of USAs and a lot of things like that. But the Jabbar Gaffney catch, no catch. You'd have had people on different sides arguing that. And I think that would have been fascinating. Ned in Bowling Green up next. Ned, what say you? Hey, what's up, buddy? Hey, man. Hey, I've got a great one, man. What about the uh, Malice at the Palace? Ron Artez, uh, Wallace, fight breaking out, going out to the crowd, popcorn, beer everywhere. Can just imagine if Twitter was available back then. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, that, that that is a great one, and that is one where it would have turned into a discussion of what the punishment should be, whether or not guys should be banned from the league. That would have been completely out of hand. Then there would have been the people making jokes about various things. But, yeah, no doubt, that is another great one. Cliff in Hendersonville up next here on the Big Six. Cliff, what's up? Hey, man, what's going on? Doing well, man. How are you? I, I'm wonderful. I mean, my number one uh, thing that would have blown up Twitter would have been uh, Brady's Tuck. Yeah, you know what? That's a good one. I think that one's overlooked. Like, there are some that I think are very obvious. And, again, I'm trying not to give any of them out just to let you guys all have them. But I think something like that, because you would have had some people try to argue it one way, but that was such a huge play that I think you're dead right. I, I think that that is the tuck rule, something like that, that has some level of controversy behind it. it is a prime example of something that social media, at its best, when we can debate back and forth sports plays, I think it's so much better than many of the other things that we end up debating in our society these days. Nathan in Smyrna is next tonight. Nathan, how are you? Oh, doing fine. How are you? Good, sir. Uh, man, I would say Jackie Robinson's first game and the Pete Rose indictment. Jackie Robinson, yeah, that would have been dating way back. But, yeah, like I said, you can date it back as far as you would like. The Pete Rose, somebody tweeted us uh, at uh, Jmart Zone and tweeted that very thing. Actually, a couple of people have tweeted about Pete Rose. I think that's another one, and that's one that would have had sustained power. Like, there are some things where it's an event that happens – and you talk about it, and it's like a you know six to twelve hour window where that's what social media wants to talk about, and then we move on to something else. Something like Pete Rose would have been debated, I believe, for quite some time. And I think there are other examples out there just like that. Wyatt in Blackman up next. Wyatt, what's up? Hey, what's up, man? Hey, total pro on here. Uh, love listening to you. Appreciate it. Hey, man, I don't remember exactly what happened. I just remember it being jaw-dropping. It was Leon Lett hopping on them <laughs> damn balls. I, I, you might remember the story better than me. You're talking about when he fumbled? He might have left. I think he uh, may have uh, had the radio turned up there, but appreciate the call. Leon Lett a couple of different times, just making boneheaded plays. Any of those moments where guys are holding the football and they get tackled or they get it knocked out of their hands at the one-yard line, the Leon Lett play, it was Don Beebe, I believe, 
of the Bills that knocked it out of his hands on a Thanksgiving day. I might have that wrong. Sometimes your memory will betray you after so many years, but I do remember BB making a play on something like that, and I believe it was Leon Lett in that situation. Joe and Franklin next here on the Big Six tonight. Joe, how are you, bud? Hey, man, I'm doing good. How are you? Good, sir. Good. Hey, so I was thinking of the Nolan Ryan era in general, but more specifically, um, uh, Nolan Ryan and Ventura. Uh, name. Robin the Ventura. Fight. Yeah, Robin Ventura. Yeah, I, as soon as you said Nolan Ryan, I knew exactly where you were going. <laughs> but no, you're absolutely right. I mean, we saw sort of a similar example with the Rune to Odor thing a couple of years ago, and that did a pretty good job, but Odor doesn't have the name recognition Nolan Ryan does. The Nolan Ryan play, that would have we would have had a, a gif of that out almost immediately, and it would have been epic stuff, I think. Steve in Nashville. Steve, what up? Hey, Jay. I don't know if this is what you're looking for, but my God, I watched Joe Theismann's leg get oh. broken, and that was horrific. And yeah. I know that would have blown social media. Up. No, you know, I think that's a good. I think that's a good one. I don't think we often think of injuries, but when injuries do happen now, that is immediately where a lot of us go is to see what the reaction is. And of course, you can go actually usually watch a video clip if you are someone that finds yourself needing to do that. Usually, I'm the one that sees the tweets to say, if you missed this, do not go watch it. And I generally follow that rule. But remember Kevin Ware and what happened to him when he was playing for the Louisville team. There have been some really bad examples. Gordon Hayward in the first game of the NBA season last year. I remember that one uh, being huge on social media as well. The Theismann play, that is a, that's another example. And I, I like that we're getting different kinds of things. It's not just this great shot or this crime or whatever. It's all of these different things. And I think all of them are, are excellent. Jeff in Thompson station next. Jeff, how are you? I'm doing fine. Jay, how are you? I'm doing well, man. I, I got, I got a couple of them. The late seventies, Casper kicking the football into the end of the fumble into the end zone and falling on it from like the 15 yard line. Yeah. Yeah. That, cha- that changed the rule. Um, and then um, Kirk Gibson hit the home run off of Dennis Eckersley. Yeah, no, I, th- I think that's a really good one. Serious. Yeah, no, that's that's a really good one. The Kirk, the Kirk Gibson one would have been big. Just thinking about baseball, and because my birthday happened to be yesterday, the 17th of October, I will never forget the 17th of October as it relates to baseball because it was also the day of the great San Francisco earthquake that took place during the Giants-A's World Series I remember it happening after we got home from dinner. My parents had taken me out to to dinner that night. I want to say it wasn't anything special. I think it was Wendy's, which to me was special. And I got a Frosty, and I got a Game Boy that year. And I was sitting on the floor playing Tetris in all its black and white glory. And all of a sudden, that earthquake happened. I will never, ever forget. Obviously, I'm not going to forget my birth date but I will never forget 1989, and I will never forget baseball postseasons. It's the first time, when I think of baseball postseasons, I think of my Braves winning the World Series finally in 95. I think of the, the heartbreak of Jack Morris beating my Braves in 1990 with the Twins. I think of the Diamondbacks-Yankee Series because I thought it was so entertaining uh, there when Luis Gonzalez got the single and was able to beat that star-studded Yankees team in seven so I do think of some of those things, but I'll never forget when I think of my birthday, one of the first things that comes to mind is the great San Francisco earthquake. 
from 1989 that just dead interrupted the World Series. Our lines are absolutely jammed. Twitter is jammed. I'm going to bounce what I had planned to go to next and just continue taking your calls. If you're on hold, stay there. This is a big six on 104.5 The Zone. 104.5 The Zone is your home for Titans football. Titans football. And your home for Titans Ticket Tuesday. Sponsored by Coca-Cola. Tune in for chances to win during the Wake Up Zone Midday 180 and 3HL. You could be at Nissan Stadium this fall thanks to Coca-Cola. Titans Ticket Tuesday. From the official station of the Titans, 104.5 The Zone. Big Six here on 104.5 The Zone. I'm Jason Martin. You can follow me on Twitter at jmartzone. 615-737-1045 is how you join this program. In the wake of what happened last night with the Jose Altuve non-home run, home run, should have been home run, was not a home run due to the fan interference call made by Joe West on Mookie Betts trying to rob him of that homer in the first inning. And the reaction on social media, I brought up a topic that I had uh, kind of come up with a few months ago, which was what would have broken Twitter had it existed? What would have broken social media as a whole or the internet as a whole with so many comments coming on an event that predated it, whether it was a positive or negative event, but something in sports, something involving an athlete that would have just shattered Twitter. And we've gotten a ton of great phone calls and a bunch of tweets that I'm going to run through as well, but let's uh, let's conga line this thing and see how many phone calls we can get through in this segment as well. William in Nashville. William, what's up? Hey, uh, great man. Uh, I just got a few of them real quick. Okay. You got Ernest Ernest Vinos fumble. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have the uh, Holyfield and um, uh, Holyfield ear bite from Mike Tyson. Definitely. Uh, yeah, and you got the one yard touchdown loss for for the Titans for the Super Bowl, and uh, and you also have the Holyfield Riddick Bowl fan man. And I'll hang up and listen. Yeah, you know, the the near touchdown at the end of the Super Bowl, I think most Titans fans, or if you were going to mention a Titans moment, I think you might mention another one that would have shattered Twitter, but that would definitely be a close second. Fred in Bellevue is up next. Fred, how are you tonight? Hey, good, Jason. Happy belated birthday. Thank uh, you, sir. I appreciate that. Yes, sir. Well, when you first asked the question, uh, this immediately came to mind. Of course, the gentleman mentioned Pete Rose, but... I was thinking Pete Rose running over uh, Ray Fossey at home plate mm-hmm. in, uh, I think it was a 70 All-Star game, extra innings. Yeah, you know, I think that's a good one. I think most people, when they think of Pete Rose now, they do think of the negative. But there was also the Charlie Hustle that was one of the greatest baseball players of all time, and that may have been his signature moment. Exactly right. Thank you very much. All right, Fred, appreciate it. And thanks for the uh, kind words as well. Zach in Columbia is up next tonight. Zach, how are you? Good, how are y'all? Doing good, buddy. Um, I would say you were talking about the Titans. Uh, the Music City Miracle is that, that first, I'm assuming. Um, yes. And then also the Ohio State-Miami championship game, mm-hmm. the passing interference call. Yeah, you know, I, I think that's um, yeah. a good I think that's a really good one and that game I think would have had its share of broken Twitter moments because recall Willis McGahee's injury that also happened in that game. And just how we talked about injuries when we when the caller mentioned Joe Theismann, that's another one. When McGahee went down in the Fiesta Bowl, 
when Ohio State ended up winning that game, but McGahee took that tackle that some people believed was low because of, and then, of course, what it meant when he went down. I think you would have had multiple moments that night that would have definitely combined to harm Twitter, if you want to call it that. Charles in the borough up next tonight. Charles, what's up, man? Hey, doing great. Good. Being being a Braves fan, yes, I'm going to have to say the 1991 uh, World Series when Kent Herbeck pulls Ron Gann off of first base. Yeah, I, I'm trying to forget that ever happened. <laughs> so that's that's got to be one of the controversial calls that would that probably would have been a a big social media event. Yeah, no, I agree, and that would have been more on the national level. I mean, I think I probably would have been tweeting about Charlie Liebrandt in Game Six and Kirby Puckett hitting that home run, and then of course Jack Morris enemy to all Braves fans because of what he did in that series. I think he's in the Hall of Fame specifically because of that one postseason performance in that seven-game classic series between the Twins and the Atlanta Braves. James in Bradyville joins us next here tonight on The Zone. James, how are you, man? Great, man. Happy belated birthday. Thank you. Appreciate it. I'm stunned. I've not heard this one. Red Sox, Billy Buckner. Yep, you know what? I think that's one of the best examples. I, I That is one that was on my list for sure. That moment, the ball going through his wickets, you would have never heard the end of that on social media. I mean, people still mention it whenever you see bungled plays, like, oh, that guy just Bucknered himself. You know, I think that there are there are iconic mistakes, and I think the mistakes are going to get more run or longer they're going to have a longer duration in the spotlight than are the great plays. And that is one of the biggest blunders we've ever seen. Kevin in Mount Juliet up next. He's not a blunder. Kevin, how are you? I'm doing well. How about yourself? Doing good, man. All right. And I'm jumping in late in the car here. So I don't know if this has been mentioned yet, but what about Jordan's retirement Mm -hmm. and also Magic Johnson and Anthony had AIDS? Would that not just break it? Twitter? Oh yeah, no doubt. No doubt at all. And people would have speculated why is Jordan retiring? And then, of course, there would have been some very ugly things said and a lot of probably ugly words being exchanged between various camps when it came to the Magic Johnson situation as well. But I think the Magic the Magic one maybe more so than the Jordan just because you would have gotten a lot of non-sports fans that would have also chimed into that discussion. Larry Legend. Wayne, yeah, you're right. Absolutely. Wayne and Brentwood up next. Wayne, what's up? And happy, happy belated. Thank you, hey, uh, Not to take the topic dark, but for me, it, uh, maybe because it was a worldwide audience, maybe because the event superseded the sports, that was the, the I believe it was the 72 Olympics. Yeah. The Palestinian terrorists took the, uh, stormed the Israeli camp, the Netflix camp, and, and uh, killed people. And that, 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 some of that was, at least the hostage scene was on national TV. That was, that was just unbelievable that that happened back then. Yeah, and that that was involving sports. The 72 Olympics was also the scene of the USA-Russia basketball game, which is one of the most controversial sporting events that's ever taken place. Doug Collins mentions it basically in every interview you've ever seen Doug Collins do in his life, and it's a, it's a tremendous story. Actually, they've been telling it on ESPN over the last few weeks as part of this basketball love story kind of miniseries they've been doing, which is good, by the way. Phil in Clarksville next. Phil, what's up? Hey, how are you? Good, man. I got two from two different directions. One, I think, would be Broadway Joe guaranteeing a Super Bowl win. Yeah, that's great. 
And uh, the second, from the bizarre world, how about the big unit, Randy Johnson, taking out the uh, the white bird? Yeah, you know, I was thinking, as soon as you said Randy Johnson, I said, is this the bird or is this something else Randy Johnson did? But it is. You're right. You're absolutely right. And there would have been, you know what would have been awful that night is following PETA on Twitter. I bet you didn't even think of it that way. But can you even imagine? Because, I mean, they get up in arms about everything. All of a sudden, baseball fields should be outlawed because birds should have access to everywhere. Jesse in Gordonsville. What's up, Jesse? I was thinking big-time events, happy, sad, whatever. O.J. Simpson, the Bronco, and the loss of an icon, and Dale Earnhardt Sr. in a crash. Yeah, th- th- yeah, and those are those are two tough moments. The Dale moment would have been another uniting moment, I think. It would have been very, very sad that day. I think OJ is the answer. I think if you have one answer to this question, it is OJ Simpson. The Bronco chase on that Friday. And as a matter of fact, and uh Michael Michael Burgett, who uh has been a longtime fan of Squared Circle Radio and is a great listener here on the zone sent me a tweet, and he he mentioned that very thing, but he mentioned it in a larger context, just in terms of that day in sports. You had an NBA Finals game that night. You had the World Cup in America going on that night. You had, obviously, the OJ thing going down. There was so much happening in the country at that point. Uh, There was a Stanley Cup parade for the Rangers that night. Everything in the world was going on basically that day. It was June 17th, 1994. There was a 30 for 30 episode just about that because it was so big. I can't even imagine how Twitter would have even handled the, the traffic that night. We got one more segment. We got a lot of folks on the phones. We got a lot of tweets to get to, and we will do all of it next. Big 6, 104.5 The Zone. The official station of Titans football. Touchdown, Titans! 104.5 The Zone. Final segment of the Big Six here on 104.5 The Zone. You guys have been killing it tonight on the phones, killing it tonight on the tweets. Really appreciate it. I'm Jason Martin. I'm on Twitter at jmartzone, 615-737-1045. I'm going to try and run through as many calls here as we can and get to some tweets, and then I'm going to make you smarter on the way out the door and tell you just how historically bad 11 sacks was for Marcus Mariota and the Tennessee Titans on Sunday. But first, let's get back to the phones. Real interesting topic tonight. What sporting event would have broken Twitter that didn't exist or that predated all of this social media that now we see everybody's going to be talking about LeBron tonight or whatever happens in the football game. Something crazy goes down. Last night, Jose Altuve's home run. That's all anybody was talking about on social media. Greg in Green Hills leads us off in this final segment. Greg, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you doing? Doing well, man. Right on. I got. I got to defer to the the gentleman earlier that that, that talked about Joe Theismann and that that awful thing that happened. But the thing that I called about, uh, I remember that play, and I, you can hear it on Monday Night Football when his leg snapped mm. on live TV. But that was not what I called about. I think the thing that really would have blown up Twitter would be the stripping of Jim Thorpe of all his Olympic medals. That's interesting. You know, that, that is not one that I have thought about. 
But you can go back and you can really start to think of some of the really historic things, like the Black Sox scandal, Jesse Owens, as he mentioned, Jim Thorpe being stripped of those medals. You can go way back in time and, and really start to think this thing out. Justin in Madison is next. Justin, what's up? Hey, what's going on, Matt? Uh, I'm doing well. I haven't. I joined the conversation late, but I was going to say when Mark McGuire broke the home run record, mm. and then right there at that time when all the steroid stuff started, I think a lot of people would have really flipped out over that. Yeah, I think that's. I think that's a good one. Didn't mean to cut you off there, but like uh, the just the whole chase. I think that would have been one that would have sustained. You would have had like a summer and an early fall of people just talking about McGuire and Sosa during that time frame, and that's before, of course, the steroids would have taken over, and that would have changed the narrative, but it definitely would have been big on social media. Paul is in Scottsville, Kentucky tonight. Paul, how are you? Doing good. How are you? Good, man. Roberto Clemente. Another good one, and another historic one at that. Good call, Paul. David in Nashville next. David, how are you? I'm doing good. Hey, I'm old school. I'm 55, so I got... I'm going to do four quick ones back in the 70s. Sure. I got... Uh, Notre Dame beating UCLA in basketball for the 88 game winning streak. Okay. Um, Evil Knievel jumping the Snake River Mountain. Mm-hmm. Uh, Billy Jean King and Bobby Riggs playing tennis. Yep, Battle of the Sexes. And, and also uh, Cassius Clay giving up his title so he wouldn't have to go into the military. That guy gave me four very quick answers, which is exactly what you want to do in the final segment. He got to his point and he got out. Really good job by him. And then some good suggestions and a couple I had not thought of there as well. Good job. Mark in Nashville next. Mark, how are you? Uh, fine. Quick in and quick out. Uh, Jesse Owens at the 1936 Olympics in Berlin. And how happy would Dr. Goebbels, the uh, propaganda minister, have been if he had had Twitter to work with? He did pretty well with what he had, including radio, but I think he would have been very pleased with Twitter if he'd had it. Goebbels. Yeah, you're right. I- don't want to go too deep da- deep into that, but propaganda, look, the internet is both the good and both the best and worst thing maybe ever. Social media has a lot of positives, but boy, can it be used for nefarious means. Justin in Nashville is next tonight. Justin, what's up, man? Oh, not much. Um, I was going to go with uh, how Twitter just gets crazy on people. Buckner would be bad, but uh, John Vandeveld blowing hmm. the uh, lead at the British gotta be yeah you know i think that's i think that's a really good one you could even talk about like phil mickelson and winged foot as well like there can be any number of because those are individual plays that and they came right at the end and basically changed the fate of a tournament or an event i think that's a really good one toby in portland next toby what's up hey how you doing doing good man Uh, I was just a kid, but my dad was a big boxing fan, and I was too. But Leon Spinks upsetting Michael, I mean, uh, Muhammad Ali for the uh, heavyweight championship of the world. Yeah, I did not see that one live either. Um, the one that I'm surprised no one has mentioned is also a boxing one. I'll take a couple more calls. If I don't hear it, then I will mention it. There's one boxing moment that I think is probably bigger than all others, and it was something that was a result of a fight, not a bitten ear, even though, you know, things like that are certainly going to work too. Ryan and Dixon next. Ryan, how are you? Good, man. J. Mai, I think you just read my mind, bud. What about Douglas knocking out Tyson? Bingo. And then how about Hulk Hogan slamming Andre the Giant? Take it easy, J. Mai. All right, brother.
That's the one. Tyson being beaten by Buster Douglas, which is still one of the greatest upsets in the history of American sports or maybe world sports. I can't even imagine. Remember when Rousey got beaten by Holly Holm? Were you on Twitter that night? Multiply that by like 8 trillion because Mike Tyson was maybe the most dominant looking athlete during that short period of time that we've ever seen. I mean, like you put like Tiger Woods in a, a very, very select few other people, maybe. But Tyson looked like nobody would ever touch him. Everybody they would try to build up that they were going to have a good fight with him would be knocked out in 90 seconds. Remember Michael Spinks? Yeah, that was the last time you ever thought of Michael Spinks. Bob on a cell phone next. Bob, what's up? Uh, I want to mention one big one I thought was bigger. Uh, Henry Aaron breaking the home run record when he broke it during that time period. Yep. That would have been another one where everybody would have just been marveling at long-time success from a very likable guy in Hank Aaron. Larry in Texas. Larry, how are you, man? Looks like we might have lost him. Keith in Nashville will be our final call tonight. Keith, how are you? I'm doing good. What you got? I believe it's Billie Jean King beating that man. Beating Bobby Riggs. Yeah, we had uh, another caller that said virtually the same thing. Some of the other ones, the Music City Miracle would have been enormous. We've had a few people tweet me and say Peyton Manning coming back to Tennessee for his final season. Of course, you're going to have local Twitter is going to have comments as well. OJ, I've gotten more than just about anything else. Tanya Harding and the situation with Nancy Kerrigan in 92 is one that is way up there on my list. There are just there are so many men. Like if you we could sit here and continue to tweet me. I, I would love to see your tweets all night long at J Zone. The Heidi game has been mentioned on Twitter tonight as well. The wardrobe malfunction with Janet Jackson and Justin Timberlake, which is another one of those moments that would have superseded sports. There are literally I'm just trying to scroll scroll through and I just don't have the time to read all of this stuff. But it really is absolutely incredible. You guys did a fantastic job with this topic tonight. I thought this one might be interesting to you. Also interesting, I always try to make you smarter on the way out the door. Eleven sacks of Marcus Mariota this past Sunday. Yeah, that was bad. Eleven sacks on twenty-six dropbacks. Like I said, bad. How bad? Since 1960, only one team on one day allowed a higher percentage of sacks on attempts than the Titans did four days ago. The Titans surrendered a sack on 42.3% of its pass attempts and dropbacks. That's good for second place. The 1965 Packers also gave up 11 to Detroit, 44% sack percentage. Bart Starr, Paul Horning, Elijah Pitts all attempted passes. So the Titans were this close to history. Hopefully never again. Clear eyes, full hearts, can't lose. God bless and good night. Thursday night football next.